God bless you. God bless you. This is Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicolani, Pastor of Love of Jesus Deliverance Evangelistic Center Community Church. And guess what tonight is? Tonight is Thursday night Bible study. We're going to be talking about healing, 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 getting restored, getting renewed, asking for God to deliver us. Deliverance, what true deliverance is, how we can come into a place where God can truly set us free so that we can live life and live it abundantly. I'm going to talk tonight and we're going to talk about repentance, the importance of repentance, how that relates to childhood or adverse childhood experiences. What is adverse childhood experiences? These are experiences that people go through during their younger years of life. And it has caused some emotional scarring. It has caused damage and it has caused trauma. And even though we may suppress those experiences as we grow day by day, as we become adults, some of the things that we do and some of the ways in which we respond to things is based on what happened to us in a negative manner when we were younger. So let's say, for instance, you uh, may be sitting somewhere, you may be happy and you might start, you might hear a door slam really hard. And that door is a trigger to a memory maybe that you heard when you were younger, when you made your parents maybe slam doors when they got upset in the household. And that's a trigger that causes for you to re, uh, 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 to, to feel that uh, uh, that trauma again or experience that trauma again within a moment. So it's important that we understand what that is because when we understand what something is, we can now move towards being made whole. A lot of people are, are sick in their bodies because they are afraid to go to the doctor. They're afraid to go to the physician and have them run a report and see what's going on with them. Don't you know that if you have the opportunity to go to the doctor and they run a report on your body, they can catch something and they can prevent it from becoming worse. And, and that's something spiritually we have to also look into. We got to make sure that we're looking into ourselves, the old man in us that causes for us to blunder, to, that calls for us to trip up. And you keep saying, why do I keep falling in, uh, in this area? Or why is it that I always feel as if I'm insecure in certain things that I do in life? It's because you haven't addressed the issue. Let's find out where the issue lies. And a lot of our issues come from adverse childhood experiences. That's why it's so important as parents that we learn ways and methods on how to communicate effectively with our children. Our children are special gifts that God gives to us to cultivate so that when they are adults, they can be meaningful to the world. But unfortunately, we have people uh, who abuse children, whether it's physical, whether it's verbally, um, whether it's uh, negligence, whatever it may be, and it causes for them to grow up and they have these areas in their lives wherein they are lacking and it comes out in different ways. Uh, unfortunately, we have people who are murderers. When uh, murderers are questioned and investigated and when they start pulling back the layers and going deep into that person's life, majority of the time, They've experienced abuse, some form of abuse when they were younger. Uh, young girls uh, and even young men that you may find on the streets and they prostitute themselves. 
when they start telling their story, there was some type of abuse that occurred in their lives while they made the choice to sell themselves on the street. When you have a person who is a liar, because all children lie, it's the way that we address it as adults and we train them what it means to be truthful and we train them what it means to not be truthful and how we go about showing them that. Some children have been harshly abused because they lied with the parents not having an understanding that that is a part of development. Children's li children lie. It's a part of development and it's something that has to be addressed and it has to be guided. The person has to be nurtured and the child has to be taught. This is why we don't lie because a lie can cause for ABC one, two, three. This is why we tell the truth because the truth, when you're honest, you never have to worry about looking behind your back or you never have to worry about trying to figure out what you said that wasn't untruth. So you have to teach these things. A lot of times, I know back in the day, you got your butt tore up if you said a lie. And a lot of people, because that type of discipline was not used properly, they grow up and it's just like some of them, they still have a lying spirit because it, that adverse childhood experience was not corrected. So we're going to get to the root of these things. And it's not to say that we're bad people. All of us at some point may have experienced something that we did not like or we were not happy about in our growth and development. Some of us feel like we had a great childhood or, you know, things are right, but maybe something tragic happened, the loss of a loved one. And if that wasn't, if the grieving process was not followed through correctly, if it was, if the person was not nurtured during their grieving, that can cause for that child once again to develop and grow into an adult wherein that event will cause for them to have negative reactions to certain things or act out in a negative manner because it was not addressed. So how do we tie this into the word? I talked about repentance. Repentance is so important because repentance, it brings healing to your soul. Repentance, it brings you into a place of meditation where you're able to examine yourself, where you're able to allow for the divine spirit to speak to you so that you can see yourself. A lot of people don't like to be alone and a lot of people don't like to get into a quiet place. Because sometimes they're afraid of what they may hear and they don't want those thoughts to really start to be profound in, in their minds. But when you repent, this is what happens. It's a cleansing. When you repent, it causes for you to get into a place where you're purging yourself to be set free. So why, why, why are we saying repent? It wasn't my fault. This, that, and the other, this, that, and the happened. No, 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 no. We're repenting because now we're recognizing that I was cutting myself short. I was holding myself back. I wasn't doing all what, what God, the opportunities that he was giving me and showing me, but he would tell me that I'm able. I would say that I, I'm not. This is what we repent for because of those adverse childhood experiences it causes for us to weigh ourselves down. It causes for us to be rebellious. It causes for us to be stubborn. And it causes for us not to flow freely into the things God calls you to do. 
I'm going to speak to you uh, about, and I'm going to give you the word. I'm, I'm going to give you coming out of the book of Deuteronomy. If you want to prepare your scripture, um, your book, Deuteronomy chapter 30, I'm going to be coming out of um, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30. But I got to talk to you because I want you to see how this all is going to come together. You have um, individuals who are arrogant and stubborn and they're arrogant and stuff. They could be a nice person. Not saying that it takes away or deplete from the man a nice person, but the stubbornness or the arrogance, it comes from them feeling neglected when they were a child. Someone said something, someone did something and they were disappointed. They felt as if they were rejected. So now you get this stubborn attitude. You get this arrogance. Well, I don't need nobody. I can do it all by myself. I don't need a mentor. I don't need nobody guiding me and telling me what to do. I'm going to get it and I'm going to do it all on my own. Now, we have seen some people who come and pulled up on their own bootstraps and they have done that. But if you've ever paid attention, those people are difficult to deal with. Those people are difficult to um, be a part of a team. Those people, you know, um, even when they're given an opportunity, sometimes they go in, in a way that is uh, renegade and, and wild, wherein it, wherein they don't allow for themselves to become polished. I know we all have our own personalities, but we all at a given point have to know how to shift gears accordingly to the environments that we are set in. And that's not saying that you're being pretentious or that you're being fake. What it means is that when I'm in church, I can't act the way I'm acting on when I'm in the playground. When I come to church, I'm supposed to sit up. Yeah, I can praise the Lord, this, that, and the other, but I'm not, it's a, you have to train you that, that has to be trained, right? When you go into a meeting, your antennas are supposed to be up to be um, in, inten uh, attentive to your atmosphere, to see what's going on, to see what's taking place, having an ear to hear, to listen to what uh, directions are being given so that you are acute and you are in tune to what's happening. All of these things are trained uh, in manners that help us to be more polished and successful in the things that we're doing. But usually when a person is rebellious or stubborn, it's because they have felt neglected, rejected, or they had some type of disappointment where, and they feel like I can do everything on my own. I don't need anybody else. I don't have to listen to anybody. Even when somebody I, I found to be a help to me, I don't want too much because I don't want them to feel like they're telling me what to do. All of these things cause for us to remove ourselves from, from being in the perfect will of God. And that is why we have to repent. That is why we have to say, Lord, have mercy on me because I'm holding myself up. I'm holding up all of the divine gifts and skills and the things that you have freely given me to live in a, a life abundantly. I'm holding myself up because I have not repented and actually examining myself to see why I'm acting the way that I'm acting. You have to get to the root of the issue. You have, you, and you cannot be afraid to say, yes, I need healing. Yes, I need deliverance. Yes. When you make up your mind that you want to be made whole, when you make up your mind that you want to be delivered from hangups and things that are causing for you to falter, you are going to have a repentant spirit. Meaning that you're saying, Lord, I, I'm yielding to you. I want to be obedient to your voice. I want to be obedient and I want you to mold me and shape me. I want you to chisel off those things that are not pleasing in your sight. 
Do you know that you have people out here and someone to tell, tell them, well, you, you know, um, sometimes your responses are a little abrasive. So what? I can say what I want to say. I'm grown. When you a child of God, that's ugly. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm, I'm, I, I know a lot of words, but the best word to describe that is ugly. It's ugly when someone is telling you, okay, you, you stepped on my foot and it hurts and you turn around and say, oh, you'll get over it. That's not the response you give as a believer. Somewhere that negative behavior or the way you respond to things was you learned that when you were younger and you're bringing it into your adulthood. And as an adult, it doesn't look good on you. It makes you ugly. That is why we got to repent. We got to repent because psychologically these things are happening and we're not recognizing what's happening to us. Don't you know your brain was fearfully and wonderfully made? There is a uh, an influencer on Facebook. He has no arms. He has no legs, but he's a minister. He has a family. He has children, wife and children. He's very articulate, been on many talk shows. I mean, and he gets around. You know why? Because his mind. He, he said himself, he said, I know I don't have my limbs, but I don't let, if God allowed me to breathe and live like, and if I have the function of my mind, where and I can say, Lord, renew my mind, I'm all right. And this brother, he's successful. So for those of us who have all of what we're supposed to have, as far as our limbs are concerned, we need to take some time to examine ourselves. So we're in, we're saying, what's causing me to hold myself back? You ever select somebody and you see potential in them and you say, wow, that person's going to be great at this, that, and the other. But every time you ask them to do something, I'm tired. Oh, I don't know if I could do it, this, that, and the other. Let me tell you something. Anytime, and I'm talking about real, I'm not talking about people that's trying to use you. I'm talking about people that God has positioned around you. And some of us don't even respect the positions of that God has placed of, of certain people that God, God has placed around us. God, God put positions, a, a positions, a minister around you, an apostle around you, a prophet, a teacher, a pastor around you. If it's a colleague, it's just a work friend. You need to honor and respect that. The word says, touch not thy anointed and do thy prophet no harm. We need to honor those people that are around you. You have an elderly person. Every person that has a grandparent, they're blessed. They are blessed. Because that grandparent, I don't care what type of credentials they have or don't have, they've been here longer on the earth than you have. And they have something that they've experienced that you have yet to experience for yourself. And they have knowledge of it. You're blessed to be around elderly people. You're blessed to be around. If young people find favor amongst you and, 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 they're, and, 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 and you can see the, the abilities that they portray and they they like being around you because you make them safe. You make them feel comfortable and secure. You need to honor that. Look where, what the people have, how God has placed people around your life and appreciate them for what roles they play because they are being a blessing to you. And if they give you instruction or if they're telling you something for your benefit and if you're going to be abrasive and you're going to be a, 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 a arrogant, then woe be unto you. Because what are you doing? Boom, you're cutting off your blessings. And what are we doing? We're reverting back to things that happened to us in childhood that were adverse. 
and we're causing for that to develop and to grow and to snowball into who we are as an adult and how we respond to people. These are the things, you know, when the word tells us that old things are passed away, you become a new creature in Christ and old things are passed away and become new. That's what we're talking about. We need to be healed. We need to be made whole from those things that are holding us up. Deliverance does not always mean that you have to be in a service and, you know, it's just culturally, it's nothing wrong with it, but it does not always call for, you know, people falling down and it's that deliverance is learning like we are right now in this moment when we say, what's wrong with me? What's wrong? What's the matter? Lord, I want to examine myself. I want to get it right. So we got to get to a place where and we repent first. And I know, I, like I said, I know people say, well, what am I repenting for? If somebody did something to do to me, no, you have to repent for cleansing. You ask God for forgiveness for all the things that are not pleasing according to what he desires the best for us to have in our life. Because honestly, when we do things that are negative, it cuts those things off or either it hinders it from coming into the time of your life when it needs to. You are, you're holding it black, holding it back. So we got to get into this place where we say, Lord, forgive me. Have mercy on me. What are the rewards of repentance? Look in chapter 30 of Deuteronomy, starting at the verse, first verse. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations, whether the Lord thy God hath driven thee. And they shall return unto the Lord thy God and shall obey his voice according to all that I commanded thee this day. Thou and thy children with all thine heart and with all thy soul, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whither the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. 